Kiora, and welcome to Tamaki Pataka Kōrero, and to this Auckland Library's special podcast in celebration of New Zealand Music Month. My name is Marilyn Portman, and I invite you to sit back and enjoy this special presentation of New Zealand composer Douglas Lilburn's Salutes to Seven Poets. Written for violin and piano, this was performed on the 18th of April 2019 as part of our Thursday Heritage Concerts Autumn Series by violinist Yeti Go and pianist Lisa Shu of Ensemble East. Alan Kernow requested this work from Lilburn in 1952 for a poetry reading at Auckland University College. The event took place on the evening of the 9th of August that year. The music was premiered by Antonio Braidwood, violin, and Donald Bowick, piano. At this performance, the poets themselves read their poetry, which was reflected in Lilburn's composition. At a second performance some years later, Lilburn determined that in lieu of the poems, he would write a narration to go along with the music. Here is Yidi Go and Lisa Shu performing Salutes to Seven Poets, along with Lilburn's narration. My first salute was to A.R.D. Fairburn, and it is also an extended prelude to the whole series. Through all my life I've been haunted by some lines from his great poem, Dominion. Land, mountains and running water, rocks and flowers and the leafy evergreen, O oh, natal earth, the atoms of your children are bonded to you forever.
1952, I knew little of the work of Keith Sinclair, though I'd become aware of his troubled and sombre concern for people, the country and its history. Perhaps I may convey something of this by quoting from his early poem, Waitara, a few lines of dialogue. A Māori chief says, Leave us alone, for when you come among us, we are nothing, we have no voice any more. And later, Although you have floated the land, I will not let it go to sea, lest the seabirds take flight, since we have no resting place. The settler replies, The land must be opened with sufficient speed, sold at a sufficient price, and the tribes given sufficient faith for salvation. From the time that I first met him in Christchurch in 1934, I had a great admiration for the poetry of Alan Curnow, and indeed it was a formative influence in my own work. I may hardly convey the range and energy of his imagination in a few lines, but I choose the exuberant, 
opening of his landfall in unknown seas. Simply by sailing in a new direction, you could enlarge the world. And it's right afterthought, here is the world's end where wonders cease. And I add two poignant lines from his salute to the skeleton of the great mower in the Canterbury Museum, Christchurch. Not I, some child, born in a marvellous year, will learn the trick of standing upright here. The work of Michael Joseph gave me the impression of a most civilised, genial and good-humoured personality with a profound and richly cultured vision of life, its warmth often tempered with irony as well as compassion. His Mercury Bay eclogue was immediate to me and its title conveys its vision. I quote briefly, a shepherd on a bicycle breaks the pose of pastoral, but will suffice to keep the innocence of sheep. The farmer and his wife emerge all golden from the ocean surge 
their limbs and children speak the legend of the Greek. In 1952, James Baxter was still a young, imaginative volcano. Having to choose one facet of his work, I opted for the range and variety of his ballads, though not for any particular one. Thus my tribute was generalised, but with recall of four short, unforgettable lines. Upon the upland road, ride easy, stranger. Surrender to the sky, your heart of anger. 
My final salute was to R.A.K. Mason, a stoic personality. In a difficult time, he had extraordinary strength to write a durable set of poems, as human and compassionate as they are rich in language and imagery. I quote briefly from his Song of Allegiance, with its arresting opening line, Shakespeare, Milton, Keats are dead. Then, paying tribute to other poets, he writes, They are gone, and I am here stoutly bringing up the rear. Where they went with limber ease, toil I on with bloody knees. Though my voice is cracked and harsh, stoutly in the rear I march, though my song have none to hear, boldly bring I up the rear.
after Mason had finished reading, there was a brief epilogue, recalling the opening prelude and concluding with a generalised salute to seven poets from whose works I had gained so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to talented musicians from our music community. To hear more Auckland Libraries podcasts, you can subscribe by clicking follow through your podcast platform. Leave us a comment or click like to share with others.